Hey, hey, hey. Happy Wednesday. So happy hump day. Happy May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Um, I am back from, or we are back, John and I are back from Mexico. That was actually my first time in Mexico. Would you believe that? Um, I was always very intrigued with Mexico. And, you know, I used to live in California, which is a car ride away. And I never really went. The first years that I lived in California, I couldn't go because I was illegal. And, you know, I didn't want to leave the country. And then when I was legal, I just, I don't know. I never really, I always felt a little scared. But there's nothing there to be scared of. So it was ignorance. Um, so today I would love to chat with you about keeping it simple. Don't overthink things. Um, I am such a master of overthinking things. Like in the weekends, so I usually take it easy in the weekends. So during the week, I push, 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 and I always have like a to-do list. But then in the weekends, I take it easy. And then in the weekends, I always say, okay, I'm going to be productive. And I write down in my phone what I have to do that week. And then I check, check it off as I do it. And if I don't do it, I feel that I'm not productive. And it's interesting in my journal, I always write, I want to be productive, I want to get things done. Because as much as I love vacation, and I'm sure you love vacation, I mean, there comes a moment and I don't know if you have a limit, John and I, after four days, we're like, okay, we're ready to go home. Um, do you say, oh, no, give me vacation every day, all day? Or are you like me or like us that you want to feel productive? Because in order for me to enjoy life, I actually want to feel that I deserve to enjoy. Does this make sense? Um, and I actually enjoy um, getting stuff done. I enjoy making a difference, uh, having a purpose, having a space or, you know, not being a waste of space. And I know this sounds so weird, but when my late husband passed away at 42 from a heart attack, I always felt like, why did God take him? He had children, he had a business, um, and I don't have children. I tried, but my baby died, and then again, we tried it again, and I think I'm pretty much broken, and John and I both together are broken, which is fine. It wasn't meant to be, um, but we don't have children. Okay, now I have my own business, but I'm like, why did God pick some people sooner than other people? Um, what is my purpose? And I don't know if you feel the same that, that you want to have a purpose. You want to, I think in life, we all want to be appreciated and we all want to be acknowledged and we all want to be seen and heard. Um, and we put so much pressure on ourselves. But if we just do it one thing at the time, one step at the time, and just, I don't know if you ever read the book. Um, gosh, I don't even know what book that came out of. It's like, you start with um, 
biting off a small piece um, and then keep going. And then little by little by little, you get where you want to be. Um, okay, a book what comes to mind right now is The Compound Effect. I'm always, when I listen to podcasts, I always want to hear about their favorite books. I'm like, please give me a book. What are you reading right now? Um, and I am not happy if I don't have a book to read. I always read on Kindle. Um, and I, I love about Kindle that you can read the sample. If you like it, you can purchase it. And if not, then, hey, you read the sample for free, right? Um, other than that, a lot of people have been asking me about how did you start a boutique? And I think for me, because I had such a lack of confidence and I know looking at me, you're like, really, you have no confidence. I never had confidence. I, maybe I faked it confidence, but I swear, I mean, I think you can still see it that I'm a little shaky, um, because I'm scared of what people are going to say, because of course, like everybody else, I don't like negative energy. I don't like people, you know, breaking me down. Not that they are, but the bigger you become in life, the more haters, naysayers, Debbie Downers, uh, negative Nancy's uh, you're going to get. And everyone has an opinion and, um, I remember when I was on my Mexican trip, I like to record everything in stories. I like to share everything and maybe it's a little much, but I don't know. I just enjoy watching other people's stories and I want to give what I enjoy. I want to give what I miss sometimes um, in stories, the just behind the scenes day to day stuff. So sometimes it's like, okay, where do you draw the line? Where do you think it's oversharing? It's TMI. Um, and also don't forget, it's my business. When I do stories, it's my business. Because when you have a business, if you don't talk about it, you don't have a business. Okay? You got to talk about your business. Otherwise, you have no business. And you have to be like a commercial. You have to keep promoting your products, promoting yourself. You have to let people get to know you. And I remember one of my very good co-friends, I love her. She's like, oh, just stay present. You know, don't do so many stories. And it kind of was hurting my feelings because I'm like, wait, what are you saying? I'm doing it too much. And I don't think she meant it that way, but I took it that way. And then other people are saying, Oh my gosh, I just love how you share stories. I just love how you share, you know, the truth. And I, I just love how transparent you are. And I'm like, yeah, but you can't do one and not the other. You cannot be transparent and not share stories. See what I mean? You cannot um, be... Um, TMI and then people say, oh my gosh, um, I had no idea. Like, you got to talk about it. Otherwise, people have no idea. See what I mean? In order for people to see and get to know you, they have to see you and you have to overshare, 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 overshare. And of course, again, with everything, there's moderation. (laughs) And sometimes I have a problem with keeping moderation. Um, But okay, so I get a lot of messages, people asking me, how did you start your business? And it was during the Corona. So I think it was a little bit easier because all the eyeballs were online. 
I love being online. Um, I love clothing. I love fashion. I love posing. So it just came natural. And I have to say in the boutique world, um, now I realize that, yes, boutique owners will help you and they share and they collaborate. But in the beginning, I was like, oh, my God, they never want to share their secret sauce. They're so afraid you're going to steal their secret sauce, which there is no such a thing as stealing someone's recipe. There really isn't because you're doing it with your spin on it. You're doing it with your in your own way, shape and form. Like, for example, if my neighbor had a boutique, it doesn't mean she's taking away from me like she has different friends a different circle, a uh, different style, a different taste. So it's okay. There's success for everyone. And I know I always, I always say that. But when I started my boutique, I was always sharing other people's stuff. I was always shouting out other people's stuff. And I'm like, I get nothing out of that. It's like so much, it takes so much time, so much effort. And I see nothing in my bank account. At the end of the day, we all want to make money, right? Money is still the way to go. That's our form of payments, right? And I became an Amazon influencer. But then they told me at tech support behind the scenes, Amazon, when I was talking to them, setting it all up, they said, listen, the honest truth, because I'm always poking and digging and asking, you know, and they said, the honest truth, you will only make money if you're very, very, very big. Like my followers are, I don't know, like six, 7,000. And in order for you to make money, you have to be 10,000 more, a million, 100,000. I don't know, like a lot, a lot, a lot. And then you have to share non-stop, like a lot of outfits. And I notice right now that when I share an outfit, maybe I share an outfit or two a day, or maybe one. So I guess I have to step that up. Um, so I was always shouting other people out. I was always shouting out Amazon. I never got any money through that. And I was like, you know what? It's time that I do it myself, that I shout myself out. And I contacted some boutique owners and I said, I have no idea what to start. And then one boutique owner, very, very sweet, the owner of the Palm Tree Boutique, she said, you have to call the Texas Comptroller, every state is different, and you have to get a tax number, an EIN number, which makes sense because you need to do everything the legal way. And everybody in America and even in Europe, everybody wants a piece of your pie. If you start to make money, everybody wants to make money. And I get that. So I called them and I said, hey, I want to start a boutique. And they said, okay, what's your address? What are you thinking? Where? Blah, 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 blah. They asked some basic questions. Anybody can answer. And they sent me in the mail my tax number, my EIN number. And then I started shopping. And I started shopping small, maybe like a couple hundred dollars. And I started selling it. And when you when you buy bulk, obviously you sell it for more in order for you to make a profit. And for me, I love the research. And the more you research and the cheaper you found, find merchandise, the more money you make of it. Makes sense, right? And I still want to keep it affordable. Um, so I started doing that and I started seeing like, wow, I'm making money here. But then <laughs> two years in, we were doing taxes and John, my husband said, you know, 
you're spending more than you're making. I'm like, oh, shoot. Okay, something has got to give. Or I quit, but there is no quitting. I just love it. I'm not quitting. And it's an expensive hobby. But hey, when you start a new business, it takes at least three years to be successful. And I'm like, okay, what about brick and mortar? So I have more eyeballs. Then you would say, no, because you're not ready. Obviously, if you're not succeeding now, what makes you think you succeed when you are bigger? Makes That makes sense. But then I was thinking, I need more eyeballs. I need more people to see my clothing. And I was thinking brick and mortar. So I started doing research. I started going to California, which where we're moving back to eventually. Don't know when yet. John asked to be transferred, so it's a matter of time. I went to California to visit a girlfriend of mine who is also a corporate flight attendant. I'm also a corporate flight attendant, but I'm not really active right now, obviously. And she also has a boutique. And she said, I have to go see my father. Her father wasn't doing well and her brother wasn't doing well. She said, can you help me with the boutique? And I'm like, yeah, but wait, I am doing research, looking for boutiques, finding if I like to live there, you know, in California, Long Beach, because I used to live in Beverly Hills and San Diego. So I don't really want to be stuck working at someone's boutique. She said, oh, no, no, not every day, just uh, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. I'm like, okay, I'll do that. So I went there and I did some research and I was like, mm, brick and mortar is not for me. So many people are paying to stay afloat or they're losing money or they're going bankrupt or it doesn't look the greatest. It really doesn't. Maybe online is where I want to stay, where I want to be. And then I was, after Long Beach, I was for a week in Beverly Hills where I used to live. My playground, I just love it there. And it's not just the glitz and glamour there. It's like, I'm familiar there. I know where to go. It's so green and so lush and just so gorgeous. And I just feel at home there. So then I already was thinking, okay, I'm not going to do a brick and mortar. I'm just going to, you know, focus on online. I will be better. I will promote more. I will do more podcasts. I will do more stories. I will do more reels, more of everything, right? And then one day I got a text from a girlfriend of mine here in Grapevine, Texas, and she has a boutique and she's moving into a bigger space. And she said, I know you were interested in my space. Uh, do you want my space while I'm moving out? And I'm like, yes, it was, it's month to month. It's um, not crazy expensive. And I'm like, yes, I'm in. So that's where I am now. Um, May 23rd, that's when I'm moving in. And then I'm going to have a grand opening when I'm ready. I'm going to enjoy the journey. I'm not going to put pressure on myself and be like, okay, this is when the grand opening is. Um, and I'm going to enjoy it. And so far, I'm really enjoying it. I bought some of her furniture. I bought uh, some of my furniture. I'm going to make it adorable. She already made it adorable. So it's pretty much turnkey, which is amazing. And I'm just excited. I have a meetup group called Fit and Fabulous Ladies. So I'm going to set up events in there. And I just, I'm so excited. I am so super duper excited. I don't know what to do with myself. So when you ask me how I started, I just started. And then, and I know I always say this, the road will be paved right in front of you. So whatever you want to do, just do it. Just go for it. Okay. Happy hump day. Love you.